This is the No Offseason Podcast, uh, college football preview, week three. Three. I mean, if you want to go into it, well, right first, let me introduce ourselves. Ryan Rohalli, Nathan Rohalli here yep. for uh, the week three slate. And uh, when you go from week two to this... <laughs> it makes it seem like it's awful, right? Yeah, I mean... I would say this: casual fans aren't gonna like this week that much. Not a, there's no ranked matchups, right? Uh, no, there's no ranked matchups. Yeah. And then uh, casual fans won't like it. They're gonna say it's a bad week. Gambling fans, <laughs> if you're a gambler, this is your week, right? This is where you're living. You're like, let me find <clears throat> games to gamble on and enjoy the week. And it's a good week too because uh, also you know a little bit more about the teams, so yeah. you have a little bit more info. So there's. A lot of money to be made out there on the gambling. That so you tell yourself whenever you're making your picks. That's I what I always like, tell myself. I feel like I always have a week like this every week when I gamble <laughs> in college, every season in college football, where I just have a horrible week, and I'm very scared that it's gonna be this <laughs> week. Like I have a week where I only hit like two bets, and this year I've been pretty good. I've been about five hundred. I've won. I'm about. I think you're two games over. I you? might be two. I would have to look it up, but I'm about five hundred. But there's, but I think right you're now, two ahead. I'm two below. But then there's always a week where I just go on a two and like ten span, and I'm like, "Is it going to be this week?" And that's what I'm scared of. <laughs> is that like it's this week? So you're saying this? You would go. Uh, so your card's not that big this week, right? If you're saying this, I mean, it's not like how many plays you have here. this week. I'll say this: it's not Big Cat where he drops like six forty one. It's the same as last week because I just was picking and choosing. It's about eighteen. I have about 18 picks, maybe 19, depending on the team total that comes Yeah, that's out. that's about where I'm at. Yeah. Uh-huh, I got that. But, like, it's not Big Cat status where he drops, like, 41 and then he keeps adding during the week day. And that's 18, not including the few parlays that I'm going to put together on top yeah. of that. So, right, I'm about 18. And I feel like 2 and, like, like 2 and 16 can happen. This so week. um after the after we did it on Saturday, was there anything going on that the media said about the games that we didn't opposite that like saying Bama's dead? Um a lot of a lot panic of pe- about the Bama thing, but I even said it in the preview, I think they're only gonna lose one game, and if it's the one game they're gonna lose, it's probably gonna be the Texas. So I kind of already envisioned them losing to Texas. And I don't think and then you look at the SEC West, it's not that strong. Like, everybody yeah. has a flaw in that division. Like, there's not one team that you go, oh, man, they're so much better than Bama. It won't. Um, It's next week. I think they play Ole Miss next week. So, yeah. that's the game. If they lose that game, then you can go go ahead and panic. How yeah. crazy would it be if Lane Kiffin and Sarkeesian beat I mean, that Nick would be... State? Then the Bama fans will be like, oh, we got to let Nick go. Which I is crazy say, to let say. Nick go. That's what they're saying. They want him gone. They want Deion Sanders already in Alabama. That's what they want. I don't overreact that hard. I think I, they are. I will say this though. I've seen it on Twitter. A lot of former players are getting annoyed at this player group. At they're not focused and they're not focused. They don't have like the leadership. They care more about what they look like. Like most Gandricks was saying, they care more about their green mouthpieces and looking cool than just playing the Bama way. And I think that's. On the lack, and I'll say this, I think Will Anderson wasn't as good as a, like, vocal leader in the locker room as, like, one would perceive. Like, you don't, like, back in the day, when you had McClain, you had uh, Ruben Foster. Uh, uh-huh, Darius, Marcel Darius, that's way back in the day. Marcel Darius, you had, but you had guys. Well, leaving. you had the corners, too. Yeah, the corners of, uh, 
You had Arenas. Sertan. Sertan. Thinking of now. I can't think of Eddie Jackson as a safety. Um, We're missing a bunch because... Ha ha, Clint Dix. Yeah, but you had guys that would hold players accountable for their actions in the locker room. And I feel like that's kind of stepped off. And also, I don't... I think, you know, they're very talented. Of course, they have five stars. I think they miss some of those three-star, four-star guys that want to prove themselves and are kind of the vocals. Like, you wouldn't expect coffee to be like this all-star, but he played and he was good. He wasn't like spectacular. Bo Scangridge wasn't spectacular, but he's a vocal leader in that locker room. And I think they're kind of missing that like, hey, we're Bama. We don't need our jerseys and our helmets are enough to put fear in you. You don't need to do these things. And then the players now are like, just shut up and watch the games. Like there's like, and they're like, no, we're part of this program too. We built this program. Yeah, we want to keep it going. Yeah, because they don't want it to fall. Fall, yeah. And well, you're saying all this. Their receiver talent for the past three, two years has been bad, though. Back to back years. uh, It's not been the best. I wouldn't say it's great. There's, there's been. I mean, Burton. When Burton's your best receiver, that's a. He's a really good. He's he's a talented receiver. But he's not your star. He's He's the only one that makes plays for him. Pretty much, because on a consistent basis, you only have one playmaker. I'll also say this: When's the last time you saw a Alabama tight end catch a ball. Oh, yeah. They don't have an O.J. Howard. Well, last year, uh, who was that guy's name? He was good. Uh, uh, Latteo? Latteo, yeah. Uh, the 81? Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. But, yeah. that. Um, but that was just like the Bama thing going on. Not uh, enough love's being shown to Miami after their performance. I, I didn't hear anyone talk about Miami at all. Uh, which I, is probably great for Miami because there's... They could just hide in the weeds. The roughness yesterday I watched theirs, they kind of gave a shout out there. But that's good for them because there's not been a lot of Miami love. Yeah. So that's really good for them right now because they could just stay under the radar. They could stay under the radar, and that's a good Until point. Until they play uh, Florida, Florida State, State which yeah. will be a great game if they can just keep keep grinding, keep getting those wins. But and I think most of the talk in college football was more of uh, how great Texas was and, and the worry about Bama. And but, then Colorado, and Col- of course. Well, of course, Colorado, you know, beating Nebraska and them. Going. It just seems like there's not enough uh, more discussion about other teams. Like, it's big overarching teams. Like, the Pac-12 is great. I, I already just, know that. I just feel like um, they're waiting for more of the conference talk because at the same time, we're like, yeah, they beat TCU, but is TCU's defense good? Yeah, they beat Nebraska, but their offense is shitty. Like, I think when they play Oregon, and if they beat Oregon, I think that's when the ball should have been rolling. Yeah, that's like, when we that's should be, when it the should hype train yeah. should be at the most. That's right. when we discuss, are they national championship contenders? I think once they get there, that's when I go, they have a shot for the playoffs. That's when I'll do that. Right now, I'm still like, it's a good story. It's a great story. Dion and Colorado are a great story. And, um, like, it's so spread out now. There's too many teams that at the top could go... In a crazy world, they could go undefeated, and then you could have playoff issues. Like, who's yeah. getting left out? Because if the Pac-12, the Pac-12 is great this year. But see, I think the Pac-12 is going to snipe each other out. I, that's said, what I think, This is what yes. I said, too, in the preview. I was like, the Pac-12 is so good mm-hmm. that they will snipe each other out of the playoffs. Like, you're going to have, let's say, Colorado beats Oregon, right? Then Colorado loses to USC. Then USC loses to Utah. Then Utah loses to a random Oregon State. Then Oregon State loses to Oregon. Like, they're all going to snipe each other. And Washington. Yeah, and Washington loop beats, loses to Washington State. Like, something weird like that happens, 
They're going to all snipe each other out. Too. And it's unfortunate because they're not going to get the benefit of the doubt like the SEC would yeah. getting two teams in. And, and it's so deep, you're not going to get two teams in the Pac-12 in. Yeah, that's one of the downfalls. But maybe the writers and the, the committee will see how much better the Pac-12 is than, say, like the SEC. Because right now, the SEC is not that strong. They've lost almost every big out-of-conference game they've played this yeah, year. Yeah, right? almost every team has, right? You look at it. Mississippi uh, State's the only one holding. Uh, and they barely it, beat Tulane <laughs> because they had Arizona, back, Mississippi, oh, State. Mississippi State. But Tulane lost to Ole Miss, and that was a big one. But they they, they almost lost with against a backup quarterback. Right. And Mississippi State almost lost to Arizona, and they had to win in overtime even though they had four turnovers in the first quarter. Yeah, Arizona played as bad as they could, and they still almost lost yeah. that game. So, like, the SEC West, if you look at it, it's not really... There's a lot of flaws in those teams. Like, every single team in the SEC West, you can literally see every flaw in every game. In the SEC East, I haven't watched enough Tennessee. I've watched one game, and they played Virginia. That didn't really count. <laughs> right? I haven't watched Missouri. Kentucky. I haven't watched Kentucky. So I haven't really watched Georgia. I haven't watched Georgia, but I'll watch them this week and see how they do against South Carolina. Yeah, but like we get more info this week about like, them. We're all talking about like the diversity of everyone and how it's kind of like more around the around, which is good for college football. Like there's more talent or more teams that are more, good more, over yeah. across the different conferences. Yeah. Now it's not so much oh it's only the SEC and now it's everywhere. The problem this the one this is the year we needed a 12 team playoff. But this this is the year, right? Feels that way. But there's one X factor in that. The one team that hasn't been knocked off that nobody's talking about really, and it's Georgia, right? Because they haven't really played anybody. Yeah. To the to like that nature. And so, no, there's no reason to talk about them. Just like, oh, we're just gonna do our business right now. Nobody really, we're not getting talked about. I feel like maybe this week is when the Georgia train starts rolling again. I need to see. Is it Beck right? The quarterback. Uh, the quarterback? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I need to see how he does against South Carolina because that's just like their first actual game. Test, yeah. First actual game of the year. Like, let's be honest. Those other two games were like preseason games for them. This is their actual test. So that's going to be interesting to see. And I do enjoy the nationality, so much more teams playing and more talent on other teams to where it's not just Georgia, LSU, Alabama, Clemson. And then a random team might come in and get talked about in the Pac-12 or Big 12 or Michigan and Ohio State. Like, it's so much more fun when you get to talk about more teams and there's more of a chance that you believe that a team like, say, Miami can rise up or Colorado can fly in there or Texas is going to be good. Mm, Washington. Washington, Oregon, Colorado. Mm -hmm. North Carolina, Florida State, like this, like that Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, like just getting everybody back into that groove of the anticipation. Like I won a, what was it, 2005? No, it would have been 07. Was it 07 with Missouri, Kansas? Oh, you're talking West about that Virginia, year? Rutgers, South Florida, where everything. That, that year was bad, though. Well, it was bad, was but bad. it was so Wild. It was wild. This one's better because we have top-heavy teams. We all have those mediocre yeah, but Rutgers. Was, but listen to the wildness of the ranking system that was going on. You had West Virginia, who could have been one, lost the pick. You had Kansas being one at one point. I lost. think that was a different year. Was that a different year? I think that was not the same, same year as the West Virginia year. Okay. Because when it was Mizzou and Kansas 1-2 versus each other. Yeah. 
think that was a different year. Different year. I believe so, but I could be wrong. It was so. But those are the wild, fun times <laughs> that people miss. And then don't forget South Florida beating Rutgers, and then fucking about to be one, and then they lose. And then West Virginia has a shot to win the Big East and be number one, and they lose to Pittsburgh on mm-hmm. the final game. Like things like that are exciting. That's what makes college football exciting when you get down the road to like week seven, and you're like, oh man, we're playing. Texas is playing. Baylor, or I don't think they play them earlier, but like things like that, like <clears throat> getting into those games that are must win, and then just feeling the tension of the. And team. there's plenty of teams that are up there. There's probably um, looking at it. There's about like eleven teams that could legit win the national title this year. Yeah. Which usually it's only like four or five. Yeah. This year it's eleven, and that could be even low, a low number right there. That like, I'm saying. Last year you could see right away that Georgia was better than everyone. Yeah. And you were just like, all right. How can you can somebody stop the train? Nobody could stop the train, and then and then you were this and then the anticipation was Michigan's gonna be there. Michigan lost to TCU, but like this year, there's none of that feeling right now, which is great. But I also do think it's because we nobody's really watched the Georgia game other than Georgia fans, mm-hmm. and so for the this this week, and we're I'll just go right into that game this week because it's one of the bigger games. That's what I wanted. That's what I'm we're gonna see. Is Georgia just going to show everybody again that they're still... This is their game where they could just show out. Is this the game they show we're the top dogs still? You're going to have to go through us to even sniff the championship. And... Did you... uh, You didn't want to know questions about the top 25 or anything? Everything was um, fine? There was nothing? Nothing like like extravagant. I don't think... Okay, that's fine. I don't think like anything was like wild. I think... I mean, Texas jumping from 11 to 4 is a little bit wild. But yeah, I didn't think we would jump that high. But I, I, I understand it. You know, you beat Bama to jump there. But nothing, like, really stood out. Nothing's like, wow, this team's in and that team's not in. What, what's going on there? It's the it's how the rankings are, but Georgia and Michigan are 1-2 just based off a of preseason hype. Yeah. Like, if you're doing it, Florida State's 1 and, like, Texas is 2 based off a of resume thing. But right, you know how the polls work. Yeah, but but the, you know how the polls work. Preseason and, poll, you know, if... You never had a preseason poll. That probably wouldn't be. But, I mean, you look at it, there's nothing like... I think maybe Oklahoma could be a there's gonna be a, There's going to be a point in this season where we're going to have to talk about resume versus um, last season. Are they ranking a team because of last season or the previous seasons or this season only? Because Georgia is in a weak SEC this year. And their resume isn't going to be as good as other teams if their other teams are undefeated with them. And there might be a point where you might have to drop them off of that number one spot because their resume won't be as good as any of these other teams in the conferences. I so mean, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. When we get there, but like let's I'm say, just saying let's that. say they dominate South Carolina this week. They dominate whoever they play next. Like they don't have a game where they don't win by twenty four. I think that's pretty impressive, and I don't know if they, you could drop them out of that one spot. Okay, like. It would literally, like, I know what you're talking about because their schedule's not the strongest, right? They they really are banking on Tennessee or Florida. I don't know how Florida's going to do it, but Tennessee or Florida or Kentucky. That, like, they're relying on Missouri. Here, here's a better example. They're relying on Missouri this week to beat K-State so they can hop into the top 25. Yes. And then they're relying on, I want to say this... Too. They're not relying on but it, but it would want, help their it would resume. Help, it would help them out. Yeah. And then they're gonna hope Tennessee could beat Florida. 
just for the simple fact that Top 10 when, matchup. Yeah, when that game comes around, it's a big deal and it's a resume builder. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. say Tennessee loses and Missouri loses, their resume then goes down dramatically to where they have to understand. Kirby Smart is a smart guy and he knows how to motivate that team in weird ways. He will literally have to tell them, we got to beat everybody by 24 plus guys. Mm-hmm. It can't be a seven point game every week. Because if we start getting to week eight and nine and there's. Like one undefeated team in the Pac-12 that's running it, Oklahoma or Texas that's undefeated, Notre Dame undefeated with that resume they have, Florida State undefeated. There is an argument Michigan to be had. Undefeated. Michigan undefeated, but they don't play anybody until Ohio, Ohio State, State, Penn State. Yeah, but like let's, they play those two teams compared to what Tennessee. Right. There could be an argument where you leave Georgia out of the top four, and I don't think they will have the balls to do it, but. The resumes on the other previous teams I just listed will be better than Georgia's. Yeah, it, w- it would be better. And they would argue, well, we have Tennessee. And you go, well, Oregon, like, we'll just throw Oregon in there. You'll be like, here, I'll do a better one. Like, let's say Colorado does beat Oregon, right? Let's, let's just go down this list. Col- I'll be like, well, Colorado would be Tennessee, Nebraska, Oregon, and USC. Tennessee, you mean TCU? TCU. TCU, Nebraska, Oregon, USC. You can't get, and if they beat Oregon and USC, those two right there, you can't even argue Tennessee and what, Florida? Like, that's, there's a hard argument that those two right there for Colorado put them in a spot better than Georgia. Yeah, and we're saying all this knowing that the, they won't have, they will not leave Georgia out because they'll say, well, you can't leave a two time defending national champ out of the, out of the, which is a stupid argument to make because we're supposed to argue every year is a different year and you argue off this year, but naturally they do not. I, they do. They don't naturally. And like I said, this is one Georgia would have to win every game by like 24 plus points because that's impressive. That's complete domination to show they are one of the best teams in the nation. Like that in my mind, I, it would be hard to – that would be a great argument for them to be like, look, our schedule wasn't, like, top tier, but we didn't we didn't have a close game all year. Mm-hmm. We weren't even close. It would have been like when Alabama and Mac Jones destroyed – and LSU destroyed – or the LSU 2019 where they just steamrolled everybody. LSU played somebody out of conference. I know, but, but you know what I'm saying. They just steamrolled everybody, and I think LSU-Texas – was the closest game they had that year, and everything else wasn't even close. Yeah, I'm just saying the difference is this year – and it's a long ways to go, so we're getting ahead of it. I yeah. should have even. Well, wait. If if it keeps going this way, I'm gonna bring it up. Yeah. Every um, every week, just to say. Going back, we got a little sidetracked. The Georgia South Carolina game. Can South Carolina block Georgia's defensive line? I, I mean, again, we haven't watched Georgia this year, but we watched South Carolina, and they struggled against North Carolina's defensive line. <laughs> and I only think, in my mind, I'm a pretty sure that Georgia line defensive line is going to be better. Than North Carolina, right? Yeah, line. you just throw that out there, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. That there's a perceived that's my assumption, and I'm gonna go with it. Are they gonna even be able to even block for Spencer Rattler? Well, Spen- or is, is Spencer Rattler gonna be too panicked already to get to already get to the fact, and he's thinking he's gotta go throw it quick, and he's gonna make mistakes, and the picks are gonna come. Like I think that I think he Spencer Rattler already has it in his head. And this is because this is how Spencer Rattler works, in my opinion. He already thinks he's going to have no time. He's already envisioned it in his head. But like today, he's like, I'm going to have no time to throw the ball. I'm going to have to get a quick out. So he, in his head already, 
Because we seen he doesn't the, even get the ball out quick though, know, because he seen, it takes him so long to process things down the field. He doesn't have it in him in his. Because we mechanics. saw it in the Texas when he played Texas, uh, when he when he thought he didn't have time, he was quick throwing and there was bad throws and it was he didn't read the safety, safety come down the interception. Last year he was awful in this game too. So it's one of those things where you sit there, you're like, people are like, oh, Spencer Rattler, he's been really good this year. He wasn't, he, he's throwing dink and dunk passes to get those yards and against North Carolina because of the bad, they couldn't block anybody. I don't think anyone thought Spencer Rattler has been good this year. Yeah, there's, I've seen it on Twitter. People still believe in Spencer Rattler. God, man. So I think he's already in his head that he's going to have a short passing game. With that being said, I don't know. It's 27 and a half. It's a big number. Georgia, 230. Georgia fucking loves beating up on South Carolina. Uh, they do. I don't think they've had a close game in years. <laughs> Brock Bowers killed South Carolina last year, too. Can South Carolina adjust to how bad they were last year to stop Brock Bowers? Like, South Carolina showed up in big games towards the end of the year yeah, last year. Everyone's did. banking on that. But those get, both those games were at home, weren't they? Uh, Yes, they both were at home. So, so I mean, I actually have South Carolina to cover 27 and a half. I do too, and I don't like it I, after talking like after about talking it. After talking about it, I hate it more and more. I hate backing Spencer Rattler in big games. I do too, I, but I'm worried about Spencer Rattler, and I'm like, as I'm thinking, I'm like, he's gonna have no time to throw the ball. He's gonna panic. But maybe Beamer could have got this thing right. We'll see. It's a, it's a big game. I'll say this game is bigger than the North Carolina I game want, they play. But. I want Georgia to lose, which is kind of why I bet uh, South Carolina too. But in my, on how I have talked about Spencer Rattler, I should actually just bet Georgia to cover the 27 and a half. That's a big number, though. It's a so, big, like, I could just bet that to cover. Well, we said that last week about Stanford, USC, and USC oh, yeah. ran through yeah. Stanford. That was the worst pick of the week. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. <laughs> that was more shocking. Again, it was over in the, like, the second quarter. Uh, going down the list is another big game. You got Penn State at Illinois. I mean, big noon. I don't think Gus Sean is got. Yeah, he's got to be there. Well, big noon kickoffs in Colorado. Yeah, though. but the guy, I think Gus is going to be in uh, there. I think Kansas State Missouri is a good game. It's a sneaky good game. Like, yeah, I think that's a that, solid game. That that feels like a week one game that you see. Kansas State struggles out of conference against SEC opponents. Uh, we'll say this: they destroyed them last year. Okay, well, I was remembering the Mississippi State uh, game yeah. where they struggled in that one. But it is on the road, so that. But it, uh, Brady Cook's been playing better this year so far. I feel like they've struggled a lot at the beginning of games, and then they kind of pull ahead at the end against these mediocre teams. Yeah, Kansas State. Well, Missouri too. Oh, I was gonna say Kansas State was struggling for a minute early uh, last week. Well, that against was against Troy, Troy, but Troy's a decent. Hmm. Uh. Team and they're not like you know some cakewalk. So I give that a little more credit than a lot of people do. I think Will Howard's still good. I still think they have a really good defense, and plus they're always going to have a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I think this is a game where Brady, Brady Cook just makes a mistake. Uh, he, he t- tends to uh, make mistakes at. The worst times Kansas State's defense could take advantage of that. That's why I'm leaning K State over here. Yeah, I'm leaning. In this game. I'm leaning K State as well. I do think K State. It's is... a big game from. This is probably a huge game for Missouri though, because this could. Well, not really... only is it, like I said, it's a huge game for Georgia. and It's a huge game for Missouri. Yeah. So 
Georgia fans are going to be rooting on Missouri before they go watch their team play at 2.30. This game's at 11 o'clock on the SEC Network. I, I'm i leaning towards K-State. I do like Will Howard's. I think their offensive line's good. And I still think they're going to – I just Missouri, I just don't like Missouri. Like, let's be honest. I hate Missouri. <laughs> I If they had a better coach that I enjoyed, I'd be fine with it. But I don't. Uh it's a red bandana game, by the way, in that Boston College game. Yeah. In Florida State. Uh-huh. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of things going against Florida State in that game. That's uh, a big game for Florida State to just be like, all right, let's just get, it, get out of here with the so win. so bad, though. Yeah, they've been awful. They, have they, been, are, they are a really bad football they team. Are, they barely beat Holy Cross. They lost their first game against Northern Illinois. This is their third home game in a row. I don't think Boston College has a shot. No. No, no. The wind's going to be blowing. Yeah, it's like a damn hurricane or a tropical depression storm going through there. Is it going to be raining too? Yeah, it's going to be 31 miles an hour, rainy. It's just a slop fest. Unfortunately, I feel like a delay will be coming in that game. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. Well, week two was awful with delays. But so if there's a delay in that game, I, I might pick Florida. I might have Florida State to cover that game. Because I think they'll just run all over Boston College. I just think a weather game like that, it's just going to be tough to score that many points to cover the 26. Oh, okay. Um, so I might just take the team total under on Florida State, actually. But okay. we'll see uh, when those numbers come out for us. Uh, Penn State, Illinois is also on at 11. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really, I don't, I, like I said, like I said, uh, like I said, uh, Penn State's offense is really good. Well, I said this about Illinois. I don't think they're going to be that good this year. Yeah, and, they, and that was one of my things. Leaving tra- Chase Brown, no yeah. Chase Brown, no Chase Brown. And their offense wasn't like great the year before. Chase Brown did a lot of it, so it's it's harder for them to figure out what they're going to do. Fourteen and a half. Yeah, um, I do think Penn State's going to dominate that game. Yeah, it just seems like Penn State's a lot better I, team. Than I watched that. some of that Illinois Kansas game, and it was brutal. They did try to make a comeback, but that's just like a Kansas thing, I feel like they do. So I think Penn State's going to blow them out. Uh, another decent game, and it's going to be – I had it on my board, and then I erased it because I don't know what's going to happen. It's another 11 o'clock game on ESPN. LSU versus Mississippi State. Uh, we watched the Mississippi State game last week against Arizona. Yeah. Uh, they had four turnovers in the first quarter. Give me one second, guys. I have to do something. Sorry about that. Um, they didn't look good on offense. They don't. They didn't throw the ball at all against Arizona. They only scored because Arizona gave them such short field. Yeah. That it, they couldn't score. They ran the ball very well. I was gonna say running game looked good. Yeah, running game looked good. Everything about that was fine. They should have lost that game though. Mm-hmm. And LSU, we only saw them against Florida State. They didn't look great. And it's a road game at Mississippi State. I was going to pick LSU because of this, too. It's a 11 o'clock game in Starksville. They're not going to even be up. I think Mississippi State at 11 o'clock is terrible. Uh, yeah, it's an early game. That's I hate the number. I hate the line of 9.5, though. That's why I didn't bet it. Oh, yeah. I got I got action in this game, but it's not on the line. It's not on the line? No, uh, not at all. I hated the lines, and I just stayed away. But I do think LSU is going to be better. <laughs> be better than uh, 
Mississippi State in this game. I do think offensively they're a lot more polished than Mississippi State is right now. Yeah. I I I I wouldn't say LSU's polished on offense right now because Jake Daniels only can throw three passes. But this is a game LSU usually wins. They could bounce back. Brian Kelly's going to have them bounce back, um, in my opinion. I think they should be. They're more talent. Worried about uh, Daniels against this Mississippi State defense because uh, the way they force turnovers – could see them getting a few turnovers against uh, Jaden Daniels and making this game a little bit closer. Um, interesting, just be an interesting game to watch because Brian Kelly really needs this, and usually he bounces back and gets a win when he needs it to stay. Yeah, and then I think if they do beat Mississippi State, a lot of that panic after Week One, yeah, it's would, all would die down. Uh-huh, now, if fine. he loses, the panic just it go. It's almost like a it's almost like a hurricane in Baton Rouge going on down there. Hey, don't say that, yo. Well, that's what it would feel like. I feel like that's what it would feel like. Uh, any other? That was the. Those are those games. <clears throat> uh, Notre Dame's gonna beat Central Michigan. Nothing on Bounce there. back for Bama. Uh, it's weird that they have a a road game against South Florida. That's such I, a weird I, schedule. I feel game. like they just wanted to go on the beach area. Yeah. But I feel like it, it's gonna be a weather delay over there because you know it's Tam. It's 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 Tampa. Saint, it's Saint Pete. It's in Saint Pete's. St. Yeah, St. Petersburg. Saint, no, uh, uh-uh. Raymond James Stadium's in St. Peter. No, you're in Tampa. We're in St. Peter. No, what's called the Trop is in St. Oh, Peter. Oh yeah, you might be yeah. Right. Raymond yeah, James Stadium is in Tampa. Right. Yeah, you might be right about that. I swear, I thought we were in St. No, the Trop, the Tropicana, Tampa no. Bay Rays are in St. Pete. But yeah, I just feel like they wanted them to get out of the, get out and enjoy the beach life a little bit. Not have to worry about that. Yeah, I think Bama for some reason does like to go to South Florida. I feel like this isn't the first time they've been there. Really? I don't, I feel like I don't that, remember them going at South Florida. South Florida is still bad. So Yeah. I think I think it is a bounce back game. I don't know if they're gonna cover thirty two, but they I'm I am not against them covering thirty two. No, it's how to how to bounce back, but shit, I'm sure they wish they played a easier team to be, not on the road. Well South Florida's been awful. Well shit, it's probably better to be on the road actually for Bama than be at home after yeah, a loss. Nobody would even get loud for that game. They'd be like, yeah. Yeah, it's better that they're on the road yeah. this week actually. Uh a weird two thirty game. Minnesota versus North Carolina. Uh North Carolina struggled against App State last week. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Rivalry right? game. I guess pretty much now it is. Well, App State hates it because it could never beat North Carolina. Losing (laughs) heartbreaking fashion every year. Every year. Uh, Roe, baby, Roe's going into North Carolina. Um, This is a game North Carolina loves to lose. But they should have lost to App State last week, too. This is a game they love to lose, but Minnesota, man, their quarterback looks so bad. So bad against Nebraska that it it was hard to watch. It's like two contrasting styles of offense where it's hard to watch Minnesota's offense, but I enjoy watching North Carolina's offense. Yeah. But I do think Minnesota could do a might have a good job against Drake May. I so, feel like, yeah, they could just grind this game. Yeah, I feel like this could be a grind game and I Drake May needs to have a performance. Yeah. This he needs yeah, to come say, on. Drake. Come needs, on, Drake. He needs to have a great performance for North Carolina to get back. Because right now, I mean, he had a, he was good against South Carolina in the first half, struggling in the second half. No, he was fun in the second half. He threw two picks. That's wrong. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't his better. His first half was better than his second half. I didn't, we didn't watch the App State game, but he was on the bottom line. It, 
he was struggling. He didn't really get over 100 yards to like the fourth. No, nah, third. Third, yeah. About there. Yeah, then they started lighting it up late. Yeah. Then it became kind of a score fest, it seemed like. So, it'll be interesting to see if you get the ball rolling against Minnesota. You probably watch a lot of that game. Contrasting styles. Yeah, with that one and that one in the Georgia game were your 230 main ones. Mm. Uh, Oregon State's still hot. Yeah, big point spread over San Diego State. Yeah. But, it'll be an uh, interesting game. Junior Tech records, yeah. Ohio State, West Kentucky. Man. Want to talk Ohio State for a sec? I mean, you want to talk about Ohio State or Michigan State because we didn't get into the Mel Tucker situation. Oh. Oh, allegations. Yeah. It's right now an allegation. Okay, but he's fired either way. He, he did get fired. And it's also, I think he's suing the school. It's just a, it's just a hot mess over there in Michigan State. And that's... Do, um, so, I, don't, I haven't looked into it enough. Are the, is Michigan State out of his contract now? They don't have to pay him because of this? Or I think that's why Mel Tucker is, is going him? to sue him because they're saying... So they have to pay his buyout? It was something along the Title IX thing. I don't know. I would have to look it up more. But like he was like, yeah, it was consensual. All of it was consensual. Uh, they were doing an investigation. They shouldn't have done, a title, I don't know, some Title IX shit. Mm. They can't. They shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. And Mel Tucker's like, I'm innocent with all this stuff. You think uh, Michigan State uh, but wanted, wanted to get rid of Mel Tucker and so um, they sent a mole in there to set him up? No, and he, then, Mel Tucker brought her in for such like sexual harassment classes. And then they became friends and I guess one thing led to another and they did phone sex and weird shit happens over there. Okay. But, right. but I'll say this. It's funny. How many times is Michigan State going to have issues at their program, by the way? It's funny that... Get your program together, Michigan State. This is what I was going to say. The funniest thing is, out of all the weeks... By the way, they've been investigating this since March. Okay. So this kind of came out at March, but this is my thing. You know, or was it March? They've been investigating it for a few months. I don't know if it was March. I forget what day it was. I think they didn't come out with this story until now. Because of what happened at Northwestern, the Big Ten probably told them to hold off on their this story, because they the Big Ten didn't want two schools to have two problems that quick back to back. Like think of, I don't think it looks bad company, on the conference. It, it's a company thing though, right? I guess you know, it's, Big Ten's looking at their schools like, is there a problem going on at every school in this conference? They're looking at everybody. Like the Big Ten's looking at it like a. Like that's their group. That's their group. That's like their things, right? I don't know. I think you have to put enough uh, together between March and here, and it just came out in this time. And it's funny, it came out during their biggest game of the well, one of their biggest games of the year. Oh yeah, right before they Washington. play Washington. Yeah, yeah, which sucks for me as a better because I was going to hammer Washington. Now I'm staying away from this game absolutely because the rule, my rule is, whenever you have a coach leave, it could go one or two ways. Really good, or really, really good, bad. or really bad. So I don't know which way it's gonna go. So I'm just gonna stay the hell away from this game altogether. As much as as high as I am on Washington, I don't know if the fans are gonna be more pumped. They're probably more excited. I would imagine so because they weren't big on Mel Tucker after well, last they were, year. And then they were. Well, after yeah. that miracle, yeah, I know it was like run. we love him. Yeah, he's then right. they paid him. And then they then they went to oh, he's all right. God, why did we pay him all this money? Uh huh. So, it's one of those things with Michigan State. So, I'm glad Mel Tucker's gone because I thought he 
wasn't a good coach well, anyway I, after I, last year and this I, year. They did a terrible signing of him anyways. So all that money was signing him halfway through that. Yeah. Uh, great they should have just been like, go if somebody wants to hire you. Kenneth, they should have just paid Kenneth Walker all the money instead. That was the one that was really carrying Michigan State during that time. Be um, glad Michigan State's going to get a new coach. Hopefully, they find a good one. Maybe they'll get uh, Dave Campbell from Iowa State. Uh, His buyout number is huge, though. So. I don't even like him. So yeah. I, I think he's he's a little sour. Or Dan Campbell. Did I say Dave Campbell? Yeah, I would say Dave because of tech, the Texas Magazine. Yeah, that's. He's he's soured to my taste buds now. Like he's kind of went away. Yeah, yeah. Value's not as high. But like that's like kind of like a Mel Tucker hire, where you're just like, all right, you're gonna get good defense, but what are you gonna get on offense? And Michigan State right now needs a guy. Oh, uh, you want to spread offense? Well, yeah, I, I guess they need, so. they need a creative. They need some t- sort of creativeness in Michigan. Offensive State. mind guy. Yeah, just something more creative than what they've had for like the past. Decade. Yeah, but that weather in East Lansing in uh, November, I December, I, I know that'll be tough pretty. to win games like but that. When even if Ohio State and Michigan t- can do it, I think Michigan's- I always feel like the weather's worse at East Lansing than it is at uh, Ann Arbor in Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, it always feels that way, right? You go, Michigan State has so many bad weather games. It always feels that way for them, but I do. I, this is my personal opinion because I am. This is my last two raw with my Pac-12. I think Washington steamrolls them. Okay. Yeah, like I said, it could go one or two yeah. ways, and I'm just staying away from it. I don't think Michigan State can stop any of those receivers at uh, Washington. I actually might bet the over a little bit because uh, Noah Kim's been playing pretty good lately. I think Washington can drop 40. So, if I want action, yeah, I might just throw money yeah. on the over. So No Ohio State, um, it's too early to question about like their new play style where they're just kind of just grunt. Grinding games Grinding out. Grinding games out. Uh, I mean, they did pass the ball a lot better last week. It was against a Boards <laughs> team than Indiana. But, yeah, Youngstown State. Yeah. Harrison Jr. had, what, 200 yards, I think, or yeah. something like that? You know how Ohio State is like, um, when they're good, like elite good, them and Oklahoma are the same teams. Well, the when they play shit teams. Like really bad teams? They they just put up they uh, stats. Yeah. They just love to put up stats to build up Heisman campaigns. Yeah. And that's what uh, the track record is for both those schools, Ohio State and Oklahoma. I hate that they both do that shit. But I'll get me shout out Oklahoma right now, too. They, don't, they play Tulsa, but they're really good. They, they struggled last week. They they struggled last week scoring, but they didn't struggle on defense. Remember okay, that was SMU, my, yeah. That was my question. Uh-huh. Was can they stop SMU? I don't think SMU mm. would they score 10, 3? 11. 11. 11. I don't think SMU. They scored 11. This, I think we said this in the, I don't know if we said it in my the cover. first reaction. I don't think SMU is not going to score more than 11 right. points the rest of the season. Yeah. And that right there shows me their defense is good. Mm-hmm. Because Benables yes. got that thing Brand rolling. Benable. Yeah, Oklahoma's be, a problem. I'll say this. Next week, not this week. Next week, I think they play somebody a little bit tougher. Will be a another thing. It's probably their first Big Twelve game of the year. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think next week for them will be good. Maybe it's TCU. Remember, their Big Twelve schedule is really easy for it's them. It's really too. easy. Yes. No, they play Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh yeah, they play Cincinnati. So, and Cincinnati is two and zero. So and it's at Cincinnati. It's at, yeah, at Cincinnati. So that'll be fun. I always think that's going to be fun. I and I and I'm going to watch it. It'll be your first time watching Oklahoma this year. Mm-hmm. See how Benables defense does. So, shout out to him though. I would, first, I'm the shout out the Benables guy every podcast because I feel like he, he, nobody's like paying. It. And that's the thing. 
when it, this is like the first year nobody's really paying attention to Oklahoma. Yep. And you're just like, I'm seeing them, and I'm like, they didn't give up a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They only gave up 11 points to SMU. And nobody's like giving that like a shout out because of how bad they were last year. And also there's so much other shit going on. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, like no only people are talking about like three topics instead yeah. of all these other things that are going and on. Like the fact that uh, that he got shit on so much last year for how poor his defense is. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's only given Even up, though he didn't have a quarterback most of the year. Yeah. And the fact that he's only given up 11 points. Like how many teams can be like, they're only giving up 11 points this year. What, Georgia? Maybe, but they haven't played, and you're just like, they didn't play anybody like SMU. Yeah. So, that's one of the things where I'm like, that's impressive. Um, There's a, then we have, we have one of the best rivalries of all time is kind of diminished, you know, Florida down and out. Yeah, but it's still a rival yeah, fight. It's still one of the funnest rivalries of the year. <clears throat> what's the, what's the uh, old Steve Spurrier's uh, quote about, about Tennessee? You can't uh you can't spell citrus without UT because they would always go to the Citrus Bowl oh, while yeah. Florida was always in the national championship. Not always, but uh, they were doing things while Tennessee was just chilling in the Citrus Bowl. I this is one of those games. See, that's what Florida needs. They need more Steve Spurrier type from their fucking coaching staff. This is Come what on, I'm gonna say this is the biggest game. Of yes. Bill Napier's career. Yes. As a head coach of Florida, it wasn't that Utah game. This game right here is the biggest game of the year, his coaching career in Florida. Yep. If he loses this game, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if he can come back. I, he can't. Unfortunately, I, I, and I'm, I, I, I'm we're both Bill Napier guys. <laughs> we're, the, we're, like, we're like the last two Bill Napier guys. And, and I remember after the Utah game, I was like, all right, I can't defend him anymore. He's on the seat. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And, and I, I didn't like, even get to see the game, so I'm still I, and I'm still I was just like, he, I can't defend how poor he was coaching that game. He's on the seat. Like, there was nothing in that game that made me – like, I'm still – I'm hoping he can pull something out against Tennessee – well, watching their offense play against like Utah was horrible. It was hard to watch. It got better in the second half. They still couldn't put up score. Yards. Yeah, they could put up uh, points against Tennessee's defense. Yeah, but right for some turnovers <laughs> from Joe Milton. Joe Milton on the road. I think this is where he's I, on the road. I also think Joe Milton's back home. Did he play at Florida too? Mm-mm. Oh, that was Jones. I'm thinking of uh, Jones. I'm sorry, Marie Jones. Yeah, no, Joe Milton's Michigan man. Yeah, Michigan. That's right. Yeah. Well, Jones and Milton, for some reason, they kind of <laughs> felt the same. They both looked and they were both lanky, tall guys that had good arms, just very inaccurate. I think Milton's gotten better accuracy lately. That's because only because of Hypo. I still think he's the yeah. same quarterback. I'm I, I'm always going to be all in but on Florida and Bill Napier. So you already you already know which way I'm leaning. I know, but Florida's offensive line looked horrible against Utah too. Is uh does Florida have the best college football stadium in all the nation? The swamp? Yeah. I think when you get the bird's eye view of it, I think it's cool. I like it at two. I don't like it at night, though. I'll say this. I prefer the 2.30 the, the day. I prefer the 2.30 swamp game. I do, too. Over the- and I prefer this game. Uh, I don't know. At, I like this game when it's at Florida to be at 2.30. But I and understand- when it's at Tennessee, I like it at night. I understand why it's not at 2.30 because it's not on CBS. Yeah. They chose the South Carolina-Georgia yeah. game. Yeah. I, I prefer that. I prefer here. I prefer Georgia Stadium at night, and I hate it in the day. Like, I, don't it's kind like, of, I don't even like Georgia Stadium. Well, That's not even in the same uh, well, same, no, no, same I, area as Florida. Not, Florida's 
like number I'm pretty sure it's my favorite stadium in all of college football. It has that welcome to the swamp on the yeah, side the with side, the orange. I like the welcome to the swamp thing. I like the orange. I like do, who has a better stadium? I do like Rocky Top though. I do like I like Tennessee Stadium. Okay. I do like I like it at night. I think ten like I think Tennessee Stadium at night is ten times better than Florida Stadium at night. I can't I can't go that way because I think Florida Stadium is better overall with the unique little things they have on there. I do enjoy Florida Stadium though, and when they do the wall back down, uh, it's pretty. The Tom Petty. Well, yeah, awesome. that's the atmosphere. I'm just yeah, talking about the stadium and how it's uh, constructed. constructed. Yeah, I do enjoy it. I'm trying to think of like other stadiums. Unless People would probably say like Penn State or the Horseshoe Happy at Columbus. Valley. Happy Valley Horseshoe lost its <laughs> its uh, its like greatness when they plugged the Horseshoe up. Yeah, you can't. No and then the fact that. you still call it the Horseshoe <laughs> annoys me. You're like they're playing in the Horseshoe. It's not the Horseshoe anymore, people. You can't plug the Horseshoe and call it the Horseshoe still. There's no you lost it once you plug. It's like when you, if you call something the hole and it looked like a hole, but then you put a dome over it, it's no longer a hole. Yeah. It's, you can't do that. So it's no longer the horseshoe. It's whatever you call your stadium now. I guess Death Valley and LSU is up there too. Yeah, it, but that's like, just more of atmosphere. Like uh-huh, it, yeah, the stadium like The stadium wise. itself is not like cool. Looking. Like, you, well, and I'll, I, say this I, I'll say this even. Uh, when they upgraded it and added more, I liked it better before they upgraded it because they added more to it now. The LSU stadium? Yeah, yeah. I liked it better, better when it was just kind of the bowl. Yeah. I'll say this: When you see the Florida same on the in like the documentary, the uh, the one that just came out on Netflix, and it's empty same, it still looks cool. Like LSU doesn't look cool when it's empty like that. So yeah, Florida is one of the best ones. I wish. And then I'm going to bring this up: If the Orange Bowl was still around, the Orange Bowl would be fighting <laughs> for this spot because I love the look of the Orange Bowl with the trees in the yeah, background. Miami yes. really yeah. fucked that up. Uh-huh. God. I don't care if it, like sometimes it doesn't matter that it's a dump. Okay, we understand that it was old. And it was probably were... a bad neighborhood. Maybe people who could... Hey, the Cotton Bowl is not in the best spot over in Dallas. And the USC Stadium is not in the best spot either. Who cares? It's nostalgic. It yeah. was cool. Just upgrade that... the Orange Bowl. Nobody likes. No Miami fan. I will tell you this. No Miami fan likes going to the Hard Rock. Stadium in Miami. Uh, unless you like to drink, because you probably drink at the Hard Rock. Maybe, right? but like no, it doesn't like. I'll give them. I'll give them credit. Last week, it wasn't even full, but it felt loud there. Yeah, the I will say the sound. Uh, since they redid the Hard Rock, but, yeah, with the sounded, overhand, it sounded good there. Yeah. It wasn't even filled. It was that felt cool. But I feel like it would have been ten. It would just been, the orange bowl would just orange bowl used to be loud it as hell, popping. Yeah, I, I was like, man, we were talking about it, and but why is it so loud in here? And I felt like those people in that same were like, we want to get the orange bowl feel in there, mm-hmm. so that was cool. But yeah, I, you're right. Florida Stadium is pretty dope. Yeah, so hopefully that's the only, not the only win they get. Hopefully they end up beating Tennessee. We'll we'll see. I it's it's a big struggle. Bill needs a coach's life out of this game. I don't. Well, the spread's only seven. Because I was gonna say a lot of people are giving Florida a chance in this game. I'll give them a slim. I'll give them like a ten percent chance. Nah, I give them more than I'll that. I'll give them more. I give them home. thirty because it's at home. I'm gonna give them forty. I just the but only I, problem is if things start going downhill early, the fans will turn yeah, on yeah, like real yeah, quick on them. because they're already almost turned on them already. Um, for, yeah, so, so they if, have to get off to a great start, or they have to be in the game. But like, if they're in the game at half and say it's like ten to 
six, I think they'll be okay. They're, they might boo the offense and be like, God, what the fuck? Yeah. But other than that, if they're in the game, they'll be okay. They just can't be out of the game by half. No. Just stick around. Stick around. Yeah. Give them hope. Keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan playing Bowling Green. Surprise, surprise. There. Weird game. The Mormons are going to go to Arkansas and hang out with some Arkansas people. That's the weirdest thing you're going to see all day. Hey, well, Arkansas went to BYU last year. They won, too. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't uh-huh. they? Yeah. I forgot it was game and uh, home and home. Yeah. Uh, That's just like... I think BYU's really, really bad this year. Actually. I think so, also. They've struggled to even win those two games against but, BYU. But, like, you never count out BYU in a, uh, on say, the road. I always say never count BYU out. I'm, I'm counting them out this game. In this game, yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 on the KJ Jeff, Jefferson Arkansas train. I think I had him third or second in the SEC West. Yeah. Rocket Sanders. Yeah, I'm high on Arkansas. I think they have two of the best. And like you kind of look at it now, like what it's I said. In that, what what I said in the preview, I'm not really wrong. KJ Jefferson is technically the best quarterback in that West. West, right? Like yeah, in the SEC West. But yeah. And that right there is that was on me. I was like, he's the best quarterback in the West. Hmm. There hasn't been the quarterback right now that you see and you go, it's really good. So that right there alone, shout out to me for that. And I gave myself props, but I think he's going to have a great day against BYU. Hmm. I think they're going to be ranked next week going into their week four game too, after they beat BYU. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, what's that rivalry called? Uh, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, backyard brawl. Yeah, backyard brawl. Backyard brawl. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that game right there. The back- anytime you see Pittsburgh at West Virginia, it just brings back Pat White, uh, Pat White, Steve Slater, Dan. War- oh, the head coach for Pitt, uh, Dan. Uh, oh, former uh, Bears coach. What's uh, uh, West? Uh, damn it, man! Um, he used to coach the Bears yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, damn it, man. Fuck. In Warshurst. Wanstead, 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 Dan Wanstead, Wanstead, in his fucking, he had the fucking gray sweater on, <laughs> fucking cold as hell, fucking Pat McAfee out there missing kicks, just that, all you can think of, and you're just like, West Virginia fans, they, I mean, there was already a rivalry, they hit him all, ten times more now, because of that, they're like, you fucking ruined us, that was our time, that was the year they were gonna be in the national championship game, yep. And last year was a good game. It was a classic. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's it's tough going into West Virginia, especially like this. Neil Brown, I don't know. They didn't perform that bad against Penn State. You know, a lot of people thought they were perform. They should actually. Well, I'm not going down they that. Should've, they they could have covered the. Not going down James that. James Franklin knew the spread line. Didn't want to make sure all his Penn State fans were happy. Yeah. Um, looking forward. To, like the atmosphere will be cool. There will be probably about like 12 burned couches. I don't know. If I, don't, I don't think they're allowed to burn couches anymore. What? And they made that a thing back in the day. I don't know if they they re, they, they just what don't. is it like? Did they upgrade the charge on burning couches or something? Because they'll still do it. I think they'll still do it, and I think the cops turn a blind eye on it. But yeah. you're not supposed to anymore. Uh, Pittsburgh losing to Cincinnati last week. Yeah, fucking does suck. not help them in this game. And it who helps West Virginia? Well, it, I don't think it helps West Virginia because Pittsburgh's more. Focused now. Uh, they're more focused now, yeah. But I also think West Virginia wants revenge for how bad they well the loss last year. 
Yes, very true. Uh-huh. So, and apparently that quarterback from Boston College that transfer, Phil Jokowski, I guess he just sucks because we didn't watch the Cincinnati no, pick. I guess he just sucks. So, well, yeah, you I, told I, me. I, I know. I feel like you yeah. broken record here. I had Cincinnati money line, and I felt like Cincinnati was a better team to pick because huh. I don't think Cincinnati's as bad as everyone thinks. I don't think they're great, but they're not bad. And this game, um, you just go for West Virginia because the atmosphere is going to be cool when you watch the game. That's how I'm I'm going. And a little bit of Big 12 pride while I still have it. Um, always go for Big 12 teams. So You know how I feel about Neil Brown, and I don't like them. And I do think Pitt probably laid the egg last week, and they... Look ahead? I don't know if they looked ahead. I don't know why they would look ahead for West Virginia when Cincinnati's right there. By the way, back-to-back Big 12 games for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. right? So it's one of those weird things. I think they would come out a little, a lot better this week. Shouldn't Cincinnati and West Virginia be a rivalry? It's probably going to be the closest rivalry. I mean, you yeah. know what? You know what the rivalry which would be called? No, the, Chili, the Skyline Bowl rivalry, but they don't have Skyline Chili. <laughs> Bob Huggins Bowl. Oh yeah, Bob Huggins. That's a good call. Right? Well, that's for for basketball. You can do I guess so, but you can yeah. do it for basketball. Not for, but that's what I'll call it in basketball, I yeah. guess. Yeah, football still, you know, yeah. I guess. It'll be cool. Um, I'll think of another Cincy West Virginia connection. Wyoming goes and plays at Texas. Can they destroy, be upset another Texas team? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, right? Can they yeah. do it twice? Can they do it twice? They're grinding out offense. That's fucking a pain in the ass to play against. Um, difference is they're not at Wyoming, so it's a different feel. Mm, it's uh, still, it's still gonna be like um, a that grind. stadium's gonna be empty. Which one? The Texas Stadium's gonna be empty. Um, I will say. Well, it's gonna be no filled. because we beat Bama. You know, I know how Texas fans are, so it'll be filled early, early on, and then uh, third quarter people will start going out. Yeah, that's how it'll kind of go. If it gets to the blowout, I think people will dip. Yeah, but. that's. Early on, everyone's going to uh, celebrate the team, so they want to show out early okay. and give respect to the team for being a mamma. That's yeah. how it'll be. And they'll hope to get off to a good start. We'll come out sloppy like we fucking usually do in those type of situations, and then we'll have to grind out a 17-point victory. Fortunately, it's on the Longhorn Network, so if you don't have the Longhorn Network... Yeah, who does? You're, you're out of luck. Right. Uh, the Fox game, TCU at Houston. Um, <laughs> This is a weird one, right? Yeah. I, I, I stared at the game trying favorites. to figure out a way to go like, about it. Like, we go Houston beats UTSA, which everybody didn't think they were going to do. And then they go pretty much in their own area. They stay in Houston. They just go play at Rice. Did they play at Reliant or at um, Rice Stadium? I, they might have played at Reliant, but I think they went to Rice. And they laid the biggest goose egg. Lose Lots to JT, JT Daniels. JT. Dropping 41 points on Houston. Yeah. Good job. And then you have TCU. They can't stop a soul. They can't stop anybody that has good offense worth a damn, but they can score. Right. So, so who the, you just bet the over, right? That's what everyone would do. 64 and a half. I, you feel like the numbers should be higher. I think a mistake. Donovan Smith makes a couple mistakes here. They're Like, both quarterbacks just fucking make mistakes. Well, Chad Morris made two in the Colorado game. Yeah. So, that was... <laughs> Pivotal for them. I think Sonny Dykes is a better coach than Dana Hogerson. You're on the Dana Hogerson thing where you right. he's, 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 your, he's your Neil Brown. He's yeah, your, I think he mailed it Neil in. Brown and I'm the, yeah. yeah. So, I do think Sonny Dykes is a better quarterback. I have, mm. I have TCU. Quarterback, minus, coach. Or coach. Yeah. My bad, apologies. 
I have TCU minus seven and a half, but I didn't touch this game at all, yeah. honestly. So. I have TCU minus seven and a half. I uh, Houston's offense hasn't looked like it's been good. It's been struggling. So. Yeah, as much as I I was big enough, like I like the Donovan Smith from um Tech that transferred yeah. that guy man, but he hasn't looked like too great anyway. Yeah, nothing on their offense has looked like. When has Dana Holgerson ever had a like? He hasn't had a good offensive season since West Virginia, really. Oh uh, well, like even with Tune, like I they wouldn't even Toon, put it. They didn't they even always, put up huge numbers. But they always say it was good, and it wasn't really. Yeah, like they go to Memphis and score like ten points. Yeah, I know. So I got TCU minus seven and a half. I guess other uh, big game if you kind of want to say, it, but it's a rivalry well, game. Game day is gonna be there. Game day and. Uh, respect for the rivalry because this was one of it used to be week one every year. Yeah, it used to be week one at Mile High Stadium. It's a, no, uh, yeah, it was it, at Mile High. Yeah, yeah, they switched it to home and home. Yeah, yeah. it used to be at Mile High. I, like, we used to remember the name of it too. I don't, I don't remember. Anything. Was it Rocky Mountain Rivalry or something like know. that? Colorado State, Colorado. Uh, Colorado used to be a great game. Yeah, close game all the time. Um, it was ten years ago though. Uh, Colorado State stinks. Colorado. Gonna beat them. No need to go on to that. I don't know. Colorado State might give it a run for their money. Rivalry game. Yeah, no, they're not. Colorado State six. I don't think they're as bad as uh, what you think they are. All right. Well, I don't think. I think Colorado's gonna go three and zero. Oh yeah, Colorado's gonna win. But like at this time, depending on how like, uh, bets go early on, I might just sprinkle a little money on uh, Colorado State to cover like just I, to watch it. Because we're not gonna have too many good late games. I know. I'm not gonna like dive into this game. Nah, there's no there's need no to. point. No. Next week, everyone else is already gonna yeah, dive into it. Ne- next week when they play Oregon, we'll get the- we'll we'll go more dive into that game. Colorado, easy win. I just wanted that. I mean. Got to talk about prime, everybody is. Yeah. Uh, late night, there's not much, right? Right. Arizona State, Fresno State, Arizona State. I don't think they're gonna beat. Fresno they let me State. down last week, so they're in my doghouse. Well, I was gonna bet Arizona State didn't. Thankfully, didn't. Just bet the under, under yeah. hit. Good job. Uh, I think Fresno State wins that game. CBS Sports Network late night game, Kansas Nevada, weird as hell. Random that Kansas is going to Nevada. Yeah, it is uh, random. Hang out in Reno. Um, just don't get caught gambling, pretty much. Right, Kansas? Like, if you're a Kansas player, don't go out to Reno and gamble. Uh, well, sports gamble. You can gamble if you're 21 and over. Just don't get caught gambling sports, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, and then UTEP, Arizona, Pac-12 Network. Game, yeah. game and watch. It. Unfortunately. So, I mean, that's the slate of the week. Uh, you got your bets? You want to oh, yeah. Shout out your bets? <clears throat> go through my, uh, my picks for yeah. the week. Yeah. Um. It's the gambling pick. Time of the where we do at the end of the uh, college football session. Yeah, see, last last week uh, to remind people, I went seven and five. Yeah, seven and five last week. So I was two games over. Bounced back after last week. So let's let's uh, keep improvement. Keep improving. Stay above five hundred. Let's not go under five hundred. Here we go with uh, my picks this week. Um, if you could scroll up to the beginning and scroll with me as I go run down my picks. All right. Well, starting on, uh, Friday, I got some action on Friday. I said, I'll bet against Virginia every week until they let, uh, prove me wrong. They proved me wrong last week, actually covered against James Madison. Yeah. However, I feel like the rest were involved in that one. So I'm going right back to the well, get Maryland at 14 and a half, uh, Boston college. I got them covering 26. Uh, this is more of a weather sloppy game pick. 
I might change it to just Florida State under um, their team total uh, to be determined. I got Iowa State, Ohio under 40, 42 and a half. Is that a 230 game? Is that- so um, just going under, I think Iowa State's offense sucks. I've seen Ohio's offense. they uh, a big running team. Hopefully, I just don't get touchdowns and need field goals in that game to hit that number. Um, Loss for Iowa State too. At bad, they were against Iowa. Yeah, they kind of fought back a little bit. Uh, got Kansas State uh, minus five over Mizzou. I really don't like it. I might just take it off my board, but we'll see if I do or not. Uh, LSU Mississippi State under the fifty four and a half. Like Mississippi State's defense a lot. Oh, uh, that line changed. For which one? That Mississippi State line changed. Oh, it's up to uh, it's 10, ten now. 10 yeah, bumped up. I got 54 and a half under on that game, though, so I'm not touching that 10 anyway. Uh, I got Louisville minus 10 against Indiana. Um, always backing my boy, Braun. Uh, You're one betting, by the way. The Georgia Tech one? Yeah. Yeah, but that was a backdoor cover. <laughs> that was a bullshit-ass backdoor one. I got screwed. I got uh, Central Michigan, sorry ass, against Notre Dame. Just need to cover 34 and a half. Hopefully, it's a look-ahead game for Notre Dame. That's what I'm banking on. Look ahead. Got Duke 18 and a half over Northwestern. Bunch of issues. Boy, Riley Leonard lighted up for us. South Carolina. Um, actually, n- not South Carolina anymore. Are we flipping? I'm not touching it. Not touching it? I don't want to touch it. So take that off my card. Um, UConn minus seven. I got them minus seven, I believe. Where the hell is that game at? Over. Florida International, I saw Florida FIU play Louisiana Tech. They can't throw the ball worth a damn. I think UConn and um, Jim Moore Jr. Is that game going to be windy, though? I don't think it's as bad. but I mean, they're in the same area as Boston College. You know, those those, areas all... I'm not sure 100%, but seven against a team that can't throw the ball. Hoping UConn and Jim Moore Jr. will be all right. Um, I'm taking Iowa twenty minus twenty eight and a half against Western Michigan. Um, they need a blowout to get to that average of twenty five, so they need to score, start scoring some points. No better opportunity to, than to do it now. Uh, give me Western Kentucky uh, plus twenty nine against Ohio State. Once they had a look ahead game, Ohio State Notre Dame. So I'll take both team both the underdogs in those games. Um, Toledo all over this Toledo game. Minus seven and a half. And also I have the over of fifty-eight and a half. Double double dipping on that. Probably parlay them together also. I mean Florida money line. Over Tennessee. You gotta go down with the ship. If you're if you're back in Billy Napier, you're going down with the ship. Bowling Green, forty and a half over Michigan. Uh too many too many points. Michigan hasn't covered all year when they've been given like thirty up. Um, Purdue money line over Syracuse. Uh, fuck uh, Dino Baber, Barbers, Babers, coach of Syracuse, overrated. Um, give me the Pitt West Virginia under. Like teams that I think they both kind of run the ball. And to wrap it out, uh, wrap it up, wrap it out. Nevada plus twenty eight against Kansas. Kansas plays down to their competition. Right. That's my picks. I too, here's mine. I think I went seven and eight last week, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look. One, two, three, 
for five, six, seven, eight. I had eight and I have one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eight, nine. Eight, nine. Eight, so let's start off this week. Uh, I have Maryland minus 14 and a half. Virginia stinks. Uh, this is bad. Cool. Rolling with me. Uh, I have Kansas State minus five. I like Kansas State. And I don't like Missouri. I have Penn State minus 14 and a half. I'm going to bet against Illinois until Illinois tells me not to bet against them. Mm. Uh, I, it's kind of the same thing with your Virginia thing. So I, I roll with that. I have Duke minus 18 and a half. The same thing with you. Duke. That team's Northwestern's bad. <laughs> like they're just bad. They can't cover the eighteen. They and can't half. cover eighteen and a half. I have. Don't worry about it. I have South Carolina plus twenty-seven and a half. Why I don't know why. Spencer Rattler. See, I crossed mine off. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna enjoy it. Just if I lose that bet, I don't. I'm just gonna be like whatever. Okay. I have row baby row Minnesota plus I figured. eight. I figured. Plus eight. We're gonna row all day. I have Oklahoma. I've been hyping them up. They're going to cover the 27 and a half. Easy against Tulsa. At Tulsa? Easy. At Tulsa? Rivalry game? And then, uh, and then I have, what else do I have? I have Southern Miss plus 13 against Tulane. I don't know if the quarterback's going to be playing or not, so. Pratt? Yeah, if Pratt's not playing, that's an easy cover for Southern Miss. At home, too, get lane 13. Seems like an easy thing. Um, I also have, well, I have Western Kentucky, but I want to see the team total. So, if I don't get the team total for Western Kentucky, that'll come out this weekend. I like I will like Western Kentucky's team total. Team total on Western Kentucky? Yeah, team total most likely on Western Kentucky. Okay. Uh, I have the over in the Washington-Michigan State game at 57. I think Washington's just going to score all day like they did last year. Oh, shit. I didn't have that. Add that to my card. All right. I got that, too. Let me uh, get that. I I think Washington can score 40. Like, they, like they'll, you'll be like, damn, they only have 20 points. And then, like, in a matter of five minutes, they have 40 points. You're like, Yeah, the they score like crazy. From? Yeah. So, I can see, you know, 40 to 20. And so, your money there. Good call. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Let me. I have that. Florida plus six and a half. This is my last. Bill Napier thing, you have money line. I'm not doing money line. I'm, okay. I'll I'll say if you cover for me, Bill, I'll always ride. You get it. You could get it at seven actually. Is it at seven now? Yeah. I'm gonna move it there. All right. I yeah. get it at seven. You get that extra. That's a big number too. Yeah. I'll go seven. That's a lot better than six and a half. So I'll go Florida. I also have Purdue money line. They fucked me week one. They did. They helped you out. David, week. don't hop on they, this they, Purdue money they, line well, trade. They helped you week two. They're gonna help me this week against week three. And plus, it's payback for how shitty. They got screwed over against Syracuse and the carrier. Don't forget. Good call. Last year, yeah. yeah, the rest should be on our side this yeah. time, right? I have Arkansas minus eight. Again, BYU's not that good this year. I love Arkansas this year. I'm going Arkansas minus eight. I have the over in the Georgia Tech Old Miss game. Georgia Tech flies on offense. They do a very quick hurry-up offense. I love Chris Winkie's style of play. Uh, and I think Old Miss, they can score against Georgia Tech. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. 
Uh, I have FAU to cover the 24. Mm. And the hook? Is it a hook now? Yep. I get a hook now? Even better. Well, I love when lines move. Yes, 24 and a half FAU. Clemson hasn't looked good all year. They look bad against Charleston Southern. They're not even the in the top five. Tom Herman's going to Clemson with Casey Thompson. Can see this easily covering 24 and a half. I have Pitt Moneyline. I don't like Neil Brown. <laughs> Is that our fight game? Yeah, no, I just have the under in that. Okay. I have TCU minus seven and a half. Uh, I don't think Houston's good this year. I thought they would have been a little bit better, but they, they've kind of proven to me that they're not. Losing the Rice isn't a good thing. I don't know if you were looking ahead to this TCU game. Maybe you were, and that's that's on you, and you're going to prove me wrong, but I do think TCU will bounce back and win this game. In my last game... It's messed up. you picking a Dallas team over a Houston team, though. I know. In my I, last, well, my last pick, Fresno State over uh, Arizona State. Not making the same mistake twice. Fresno State beat Purdue week one. I had Purdue. <laughs> Fresno State can pass the ball all around. They have a very short quarterback. I think he's like 5'10". But he throws a great quick slant pass, and that's what killed uh, Purdue. Fresno State looked pretty good. I got Fresno State minus three. Oh, nice. That is my card for the We week. have a lot of different picks, like different games picked on our cards, which is interesting. So we'll have plenty yeah. of games to watch through out the, out the day. So it'll make it a great uh, oh, it's week three. Make it entertaining. But uh, that's going to be it for the college football week three preview. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Thank you, guys. Uh, just, just like and subscribe if you can do all that good stuff hey right with Nate Nate's bets you're about to go shit I think we're gonna go probably uh, I'm gonna say 12 and 6 this week 12 and 6 this I'm week 12 I'm and 6. just hoping for a 500 week this week and grind it out right. but uh so you know that how that's gonna go you're gonna do well and then mine's gonna be shit, shit that's yeah. how it's gonna go but, uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening uh so helpful. we'll have the NFL one out pretty soon as well Oh, yeah, we got to do yeah, that, right? we got to do that one, too. Yep. So, uh, see you guys for the NFL Week 2 preview and Week 1 recap. Yep, yep. So, thank you guys for listening. Out.